Federico, Facebook. Yes. Facebook doesn't kick us. That's the that's the only key here. <laughs> we always have to make sure Facebook doesn't kick yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have this very short one minute window, window. So okay, looks like we are all on live with all three platforms. We are on Facebook, we are on LinkedIn and YouTube. Okay, great. Woohoo! So we are today, November 18, episode number six, guys. Good morning, friends. Thank you so much for joining us today. For those of you who are joining us, you know, returning, you know, thank you so much for your support. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know, big uh, high five for you. Um, and then those of you who are joining us for the first time, you know, give us a thumbs up so we know you are here for the first time. And again, thank you so much for your support. Um, to introduce myself, my, uh, my name is Marie Tarosan. I'm a CPA and a Chartered Global Management Accountant. I'm a, an experienced auditor and a CFO. I'm currently a CPA advisor and transformation coach. Um, so I've, um, you know, I, I've authored a couple of books, you know, and I've have the, the information in the link. Um, I have the operational um, uh, business owners guide for operational accounting and the uh, the complete guide to business growth. Um, again, the, the links are below. I don't want to take too much of our live time because we have so much to discuss. Um, so uh, my, the, the main work that I'm doing right now is through the, the methodology that I created. I call Valuation MT that I will do a very separate session on that. And I use that framework to bring in a lot of my um, auditor and CFO experience um, and grow uh, million dollar businesses to their next 10 million and more. Um, today uh, is my guest is again my friend and my tax colleague Pedro Gonzalez CPA. Pedro, please introduce yourself. Good morning. Yes, uh, thank you. And once again, it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, my name is Pedro Gonzalez, a business and tax strategist. Um, I also have uh, an ebook. I forgot once again to put the link. Come on, Pedro. Uh, I know. I know. But. Uh, I have been receiving some good feedback on that is uh, uh, the guide for real estate investors, the, the tax strategies for uh, self, uh, for real estate investors, which is motivating me to continue expanding on that. We have a, a, the tax wise uh, system for how to minimize your taxes uh, for uh, business owners. Uh, basically, it's geared towards entrepreneurs uh, and real estate investors. So, mm -hmm. you know, in a way that guides individuals to maximize it. We're going to be touching some of the things in, in this uh, podcast today. So, so you can see the, the, you know, to start understanding. It's more about educating our clients and helping them better understand so they become really tax-wise about the, uh, how to combat this, this, this uh, system. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, in the past few few episodes now, we have talked about, you know, importance of record keeping, bookkeeping, uh, self-employment, tax deadlines. Um, we started a conversation last week about a little bit of tax planning. We touched base on uh, a little bit on the life insurance and how that fits in with the tax planning. So, guys, uh, if you want to hear out those, uh, those items, if you have questions on that, you can always go back and, and check out those episodes as well. Um, but today we want to focus on really um, guiding you through um, the different types of income. And when we talk about net worth of an individual versus their income, um, and how does that fit in into tax planning? So, you know, Pedro, um, I will kind of bring it up to you to kind of take over from those two key items, how you want to plan out the discussion. So I would think maybe from the different types of uh, uh, income to kind of make that clear, but 
I'll leave it up to you. So you can take over. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, the, uh, this kind of started, I was telling uh, Marie, you were having this conversation, how the importance of the understanding of taxation, you know, I, I was yes. sharing, uh, you know, a lot of this and also what motivated me to continue, uh, in essence, uh, focusing more about the topic of the tax planning. We were talking about, for example, Elon Musk. Uh, the, I was talking somebody was livid about the fact that this individual is paying you know, so little in taxes. Now, the reason is that we really do not understand, the majority of the people do not understand the tax system. In essence, that we're playing a game, we don't understand the rules. So we're getting hurt because we're playing this game, which, you know, we don't understand it. So this is the, the importance of this type of uh, uh, documentation that we have, all these videos that we're putting together, the, the e-books and all of that is to educate our clients so they gain a better understanding. They can actually play this game and actually come ahead. The only way that we're going to be, you know, improve uh, taxation erodes wealth. But if you don't understand it, then that's what's going to happen. So you have to be able to counteract this. How is it possible that this individual pays so little taxes? So one of this is kind of it's gonna start giving you some light into how is that possible. So we're gonna start with something basic, you know, because I think that the number one uh, thing that we need to understand is that in order to understand how the how to pay less taxes, which is the goal of tax planning, is right. that you have to understand how the taxes are actually work. So and in, uh, in my experience is about ninety percent of the people out there that you know, uh, have no idea how the tax system works. They have, they're honestly, and I will say this uh, respectfully, they're clueless. I mean, and so they are out there and they do not understand how, how that system works. They get frustrated, they get angry, they see the media putting all this information. So I understand okay. that they're, <laughs> they're upset. How's it right. possible that this individual pays less tax? Now, the tax system is not written only for the wealthy. I know that that's a kind of a preconceived idea we have. It's not. What happens is that most of us do not understand how to extract the information, how to apply it to each of us. But yes. there's, there's, there's benefit for all of us. It's not exclusive. It's that we need to understand at least how the tax system taxes different types of income. True. Uh, yeah. And unfortunately, uh, the the what I call the clueless uh, group includes also tax practitioners and financial advisors. You know what I mean? So they're gonna, you know, it's not limited to the taxpayer. Is that there's also individuals out there that have no idea. So they're passing, in my opinion, the wrong information, and in the process, people are paying overpaying taxes. So today, I want to again focus on at least uh, the the three types of income. And how is it that it's going to get taxed? Uh, I have mentioned before that the tax law is not written for the employee. It is, uh, you know, it, it, it is written really is for investors, for business owners, you know, the entrepreneurs, the investors. That's really where you're going to see the tax benefits. So what you have to do first, you have to understand the, uh, the three types of income. And you have to understand how each one is being taxed. So then you can start developing, you know, how can I might move my income, my income sources right. to a bucket. Another bucket is gonna get taxed exactly. It's gonna get taxed yes. less. It's gonna have a lesser impact. And that's what the wealthy does. I mean, they're constantly is how, and this is like a chess game. 
you know, I make such a move. You make a move. Okay, I'm gonna make another. <laughs> Correct. But that's that's how you have to look at it. I mean, it's, it's you versus the IRS. So or or the the, the Congress. <laughs> it's not really the IRS, but it's more the Congress. You know, the tax laws. Right. So then, how they make this move? You gotta make this other move, and you gotta be one or two step ahead. And that's really what tax planning is. That's why a lot of people do not understand what tax planning is and the strategies that go behind it, because you have to be one or two steps ahead to help you uh, uh, get sideblinded. Uh, side you know I mean, uh, uh, because you don't, you were not prepared, or you're acting on laws that were in the past and no longer applicable. Right. That's true. So, the three basic uh, uh, types of income you're gonna have, and I, some other people might say that there's more, but basically, really, there's three types. One is the active. The number two is what we call portfolio, and number three is what we call capital. Active is gonna be wages, for example. As an example, that will be wages. That's that will be in that bucket that we call active, active income. That is the worst possible tax treatment you're gonna receive. Like I said, the tax law is not written for employees. And the reason is because active income is subject to ordinary ordinary tax rates, which is going to be higher. And Definitely. also, on top of that, you pay uh, the FICA tax. That's something that we don't hear a lot, you know what I mean, is that what you take home is already being taxed. So you're operating. So you start thinking about it is that the money you're bringing home is already taxed. So you're already starting from a negative. Right. <laughs> reduction. So you, you see, right. that's why the tax law is not written for the employee because their operating is with taxed uh, already. They shaved a portion of that. Right. You're getting so, net of the FICA. Exactly. Right. And you have to plan, okay, how can I mitigate that? But we're going to discuss that either to, today or in, in another episode. But you have to start thinking about this. And this is, again, the importance of the education is because yes a lot of people do not understand they they receive a refund and they're woohoo <laughs> right right the overpaid income tax that's it right you and, know, I think it okay. and they return in it right and and i think a lot of times i believe they they have a confusion between what is their fica taxes and the income taxes correct because yeah, they're like what, what is that no, <laughs> yeah yeah, they get confused between the FICA and then the income. And then they were like, you know, the FICA is actually for the payroll. It's going towards your Social Security, Medicare, and all that. And then, then you get a paycheck net of those because those are put aside for you for your retirement. And they, you have no control over that because the agency is controlling that money. Um, and then you get this net paycheck. And from there, now you have to still pay the taxes on your income. Exactly. Yes, that's 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 it's the way that we need to start. as possible for our audience, for those of those that are employees and are having a hard time understanding where their paycheck and the taxes are going. Exactly. And see, and this is the importance of the, this type of information that, that you're putting out there is that the education and the value behind this, because once you start understanding this, now other things will start making sense. You know, when I sit down with you and I'm going to tell you to start doing certain movement, it, at mm -hmm. least, you, you know, you have enough understanding why we're going to go in this direction. Yes. Instead of simply, you know, let's do it. And you're like, oh, like 90 percent. <laughs> no idea. Right. So I want to move the, uh, our clients is to the 10 percent. I want to move our clients, uh, you know, in more in the direction of the 10 percent. So they're better educated and we can start making some uh, strategic movements. Um, Absolutely. So again, Active 
it's going to be your wages. That's the worst uh, type of uh, possible tax treatment you're going to receive because, again, it's subject to Social Security or FICA tax uh, in addition to the ordinary tax rate. Mm -hmm. Another piece of information to understand is that the United States, uh, here in the United States, approximately 88% of the, the, the revenue, the tax revenue, comes from this source. So, again, think about it. Why is that? Because that, that's where the bulk of the money comes of the tax revenue comes from this category, this bucket, the active. Um, and all employees pay taxes, you know, even the, the individual that received the refund. Again, it's a misinformation when uh, sometimes you see it's uh, that uh, what could happen is because some, uh, because of their income level, they may not pay income tax. But again, they're paying FICA tax. That's a tax. I forget yes. about it. And sometimes, again, that, that's that, that kind of misinformation when they, again, receive this refund, they get so excited, but they are forgetting is I, I paid uh, FICA tax. If you're self-employed, for example, running a landscaping company, uh, your tax preparer probably told you, no, you're hardly paying any taxes because, you know, there was some deductions taken. But again, you're not getting the complete picture. And that is because the self-employment tax. Yeah. That is not refundable, meaning you can actually, in some cases, and this happens, that you know, you see these individuals that have a, a, a very, they have zero tax uh, e taxable income and they still pay self-employment tax mm -hmm. because they, they did have a profit, even though through deductions, uh, the, the standard deduction, for example, probably sure. wiped out uh, your net income on your Schedule C. Right, 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 right. But they end up still paying uh, self-employment tax. And sometimes they're like, what just happened? How can that be? <laughs> yes. And that's when they realize, oh, the self-employment tax. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's when you realize that even when you have zero taxable income, you still have to pay tax. Yeah. And so what happens most of the time for most people is they get masked. You know what I mean? Either because it's on your W-2, like you said, you don't, you right. don't feel right. it. You don't feel it. Yeah. Exactly. Or you're self-employed and you had others, other uh, uh, taxes and netted and at the end you get a refund. And that's what a lot of people, their target, that's their tax plan is as long as I don't pay, I'm okay. Right. As long right, as right. I don't pay, I'm okay. You know, no, that's not tax planning. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Keep in mind, you know, as a, as a simple example, an individual self-employed, let's say, for example, this uh, uh, example of a landscaping company, you know, small sure. company that say nets $100,000 in his or her uh, landscaping company. Yeah. 100000 this company on self-employment income will pay, uh, self-employment tax will pay, pay uh, over $14,000. You know, it's it's not it's not uh, little money. I mean, fourteen thousand dollars that that if no no planning is done, right, the individual will be taking from the bank account fourteen thousand dollars. So it's something that you know individuals need to start learning before we start talking about some of the the specific strategy. You know, that's why I wanted to focus on this first uh, and at least on uh, today. Yeah, it's kind of the the one on one. You know, I mean, kind of the the basics of income and how's it being taxed. The second group is going to be your portfolio. Mm -hmm. Portfolio, okay. basically, think of, you're going to think of uh, dividends and interest. That's going to be, as an example, that's going to be the, what it goes into that category. It's another source of income. Absolutely. And it's not 
the what is the advantage of that? It's not subject to, to FICA tax. Correct. Uh, now, as an example, let's say you loan some money to your friend or to uh, a colleague or something like that. You loan so you loan to some money and they're paying you some interest. Mm -hmm. That interest it will be subject to ordinary uh, tax uh, tax rates, but not to the FICA. So right there, you're gonna see that. I'm shifting some of my sources of income to, to portfolio, and that portfolio right. income now is getting a, a, a better uh, treatment. Right. So to that's simplify why. this example, so that 10%, let's say, you know, the person that's, um, you know, you know, uh, loaning the money out. So then let's say they, they, they ask for a 10% interest. So the 10% interest I earned that year that would be taxable at a, a different rate and it's not you know subject to any social security medicare any kind of tax so what is the average rate of the tax on that kind of in, uh, interest earned for example well the uh, interest is subject to uh, to the the ordinary based on on the the level of the, the income overall income of, of, of the individual understood uh yeah and so that's why you see a lot of especially elder uh you know the the, the rich auntie uncle that <laughs> you launch a business they don't want to get involved in the business you know what i mean so right. I'll, I'll give you a, an equity they don't want that and the reason is they're not stupid they're smart what they're doing is that they're shifting is to uh they don't want to get into becoming uh uh earning a going to the other bucket the actor correct lending you the money just pay me the interest and mm -hmm. that interest that i earned is not active is actually portfolio i'm going to pay lesser amount absolutely absolutely so, you know so that that's uh now the other uh part of the portfolio is going to be your dividends now, Correct. dividends is that is a, a powerful way to to earn some income that is going to also receive the, a preferential treatment and the reason is because then is capped at 20 percent as of today you know what i mean uh, there's some discussion okay. out there if it's if if it falls into what we call qualified dividends that's going to be mm -hmm. the US corporate uh corporations that's going to be your ibms uh your your coca-cola uh gm and things like that and they pay dividends and they're very very solid on doing that mm -hmm. you know what i mean so those are very good sources of if you're looking for that type of uh liquidity they pay dividends they also you receive a preferential treatment on that so and and the rates are depending on your income is gonna be zero, fifteen, or twenty percent. So you right there and and it's not subject to FICA. See right there you're starting to cut right. uh that's again why you see some uh, uh elder uh wealthy individuals that also you see them and you look at their taxes, they have a lot of money shifted into uh buying stocks and a lot of them buying stock that pays dividends because then they get in liquidity but they get in at a lower rate right right so, definitely you know if you you know as an example let's say an individual that has a w2 with a uh, hundred thousand that individual probably was going to be in a over 20 percent tax bracket you can have a hundred thousand in uh in uh dividends mm -hmm. and you're going to be capped at 20 percent. so even that that differential you know a couple percentage points it's going to make a difference you know what i mean Every, everything you can do to start shaving some of that tax start making a difference for you so where do you uh, how you're earning your income is going to make a big difference um we talked about the active portfolio and then the third category is going to be your capital 
capital income is going to be, you know, think of uh, real estate and owning stocks uh, more like uh, uh, stocks in your own company. It, those are going to be the entrepreneurs that built a business and now they have a business that actually has a valuation. And again, it's not limited to the wealthy. You think, you know, a lot of people think that this is for uh, the Bezos, uh, the Musk, and no, even your own company. If you build some a company that has a good valuation, a good system, it does have value. That stock is a privately, uh, privately owned stock, sure. but it still has value. Now, why this category is important is because, again, if you receive a, a preferential treatment, uh, the rates are, the, again, uh, uh, depending if it's a long term or short term, it's going to be, if it's a long term, which is the ideal situation, uh, it's going to be taxed at 0, 15 or 20%. Uh, it's not subject to FICA tax. And again, that why you see a lot of the wealthy is putting uh, a lot of their effort is in capital. And yes. also capital losses, you can use it to offset capital gains, but also in addition to that, you can take up to $3,000 and reduce your any ordinary income that you might have. For example, your wages, let's say in your own corporation, you have a W-2 and you have some uh, capital losses, you can take up to 3,000 of those capital losses. I'm gonna reduce this, which is not my best uh, uh, tax treatment, and I'm gonna shave $3,000 of that, which then, again, this is why it's so powerful, uh, capital asset, as I mentioned before, uh, the capital assets are with the wealthy uh, friend. You know what I mean? They, they love right. <laughs> so it. allows you to do a lot of tax planning in that area. Uh, yes. The other thing is uh, we talked about long-term and short-term. You know, short-term uh, in why I, I'm not I'm not here to, uh, how can I say this? You know, you have to be careful. Every time you, you're buying, selling stock, you're mm -hmm. a taxable event. Sure. So if you're into the short term, you will be taxed and that tax, uh, you, you know, even though it's considered capital, because again, I have had this situation, oh, but I thought capital gains are taxed at a lower rate. Long-term capital. Uh, Long -term. Yes. Not the short term. The short term will be taxed at ordinary. Because in essence, you got to think about the, if, if you're doing this on a regular basis, almost you're, in essence, this is, this is active. Right. It's it's like you're trading on a daily basis. Exactly. It's earning it on a daily basis. Exactly. So yeah. the, the day traders, uh, the you know, right. I remember when the boom of the day traders, uh, and they got a big shock when they they started being taxed at a higher rate, and uh, again misinformation. People even as of today, people are getting into the cryptos and things like that. And every time you're buying, selling, buying, selling, buying, selling, is that though you're causing is short-term capital gains, and those will be taxed ordinary ordinary tax rates so you basically killed a a, a a preferential source of income and you moved it to in essence to the active right market. right uh, uh, what else uh, you know and also to be careful especially when you see in your uh when you put uh certain monies into a, a an investment account and you see the financial advisor moving money moving 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 and that's what we call churning you know what i mean it's basically the money is being uh moved and uh and it's causing taxable events for you. So what that's gonna do is, is you're gonna get taxed at a higher tax rate. The wealthy, if you really analyze, they're, they're, it's, it's long-term, that's that's their strategy. It's not yeah. about me you know, doing day-to-day, day-to-day, day-to-day. They work very hard at their business. They Their focus is in improving cash flow, improving valuation of their businesses. That's why they're constantly looking right. at 
the valuation of my stock. You know what I mean? You start at ABC Corp. They want that stock of ABC Corp to go higher. Go higher the and value higher. Of, exactly. Value. Yeah. And they want to improve yeah. the cash flow. And, I, and there's reasons for that. And But at least I'm going to share with you today. One of the reasons is because in, in talking about our friend uh, Elon Musk, is uh -huh. uh, what they do is, okay, so why they focus on increasing the value of the stock is that you can borrow against that. True. So that's uh, that's what, uh, instead of uh, selling, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. They, they borrow. Now, what you borrow is, guess what? That is not taxable. Absolutely, because if, especially when, when you're a company and you want to grow and you have other projects, you're going to have to use your assets that you have to get that next loan out to, to, to fund that next project. So, and that's not a taxable event, like you said, you're right. Yeah. So again, and it's available to you and I. I mean, it's available yeah. to to any anybody Absolutely. listening to this. It's available Absolutely. to all of us. It's not exclusive to Bezos, to Musk, and all these other people. And I'm using yeah. Elon Musk. Uh, I keep mentioning him it's because the conversation. Had <laughs> yes. ago, and I'm telling this individual was livid. I mean, like, uh, you know, and I was looking at, at, at him and it's like, but don't you understand that you know what he's doing? You know what I mean? Uh, but it, it, but that's what kind of made me realize. I said no. It's just that about ninety percent of the people have no idea. Yeah, they have no idea how this works. <clears throat> so, the stock going back to the capital. The same happens with real estate. Now, this is very common in real estate uh, investors. They understand it better because they know that they have this asset. I bought a property. I increase the value. I do an appraisal and then go to right. the bank and I can borrow against it and buy another property. Do the same, buy another property, and then all of a sudden I build a portfolio of real estate with my probably my first uh, investment that I made. If I made it really good, I can continue doing that, borrowing against uh, the first and then against the, the second. Right, right. But I'm not causing taxable events. Absolutely. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So it's, it's those kind of strategies that, that can allow you to build uh, that type of portfolios and that type of income and you can cash flow all of those uh, uh, real estate uh, investment. And guess what? As long as you have uh, strategies in place, there's no tax. Correct. And so Correct. that's how they get farther and farther ahead. That's how our clients are getting farther ahead. And anybody listening to this, how can you get farther ahead is by implementing, you know, I, I would suggest a call to, to put it in the chat you know that there's ways yeah. for you to advance in this in this game the reason that most of you are getting hurt is that you don't understand the rules of the game and any game doesn't matter what it is if you don't understand it you start playing a game you don't know the rules you're gonna get hurt right absolutely absolutely so awesome. that's uh, that's again in a summary you know very superficial very uh, high level but i want <laughs> to start with that because it's important that individuals understand that there is a different tax implication of where is my source of income. Right, right, absolutely. So, and I know just because of time constraints, so we've covered all three aspects of the three different main areas of income. So then let's kind of um, explain, because a lot in the, in the media, they talk about, let's say people like Elon Musk or uh, Grant Cardone, or you know the the, the the billionaires of the world, you know they mention net worth. Let's explain to our audience, you know, the difference between when we're talking about their income and which is taxable and their net worth. So yeah. that's a big area, I think. So and I think that would be a great way to kind of you know um, you know 
close out this session because there's just so much more to talk about for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. and that, that, that is very good because, again, what the media loves to do is that they talk about net worth, you know, uh, <laughs> net worth and all that. People, again, don't understand that what is taxable is what flows into your tax return. Again, why they put so much effort in the valuation of their companies is because that value, the net worth, is not what is taxable. You can have a net worth of, I don't know, call it whatever number you want to put, a, a trillion dollar net worth. Doesn't mean that you're going to get taxed on a trillion dollar, at least in the United States and at least as of today. That They're not taxing net worth. Their taxing is what is income what flows into your return and also income that flows through your return, which is a subject for another another day. But, but to clarify, net worth is not taxable income. And again, why the wealthy focuses on net worth and not so much about you know having taxable income. And, and again, that net worth now becomes important because they know that I can borrow against it. I can go to a bank and they're going to look for what? Give me your personal financials. Exactly. Why? Because yep. they're going to give you on the net worth, you know what I mean? Your, your yep. stocks, your real estate, and exactly. they know those are assets. And God forbid something goes wrong with me, I have the stocks. And guess what? Uh, I love yeah. to, uh, a good portion of, of Amazon and a good portion of uh, Tesla and all of that. So, yeah, they, exactly. So, anytime, for example, this might be a familiar uh, situation with most of our listeners. Um, you know, when you go to the bank to ask for, you know, a, a mortgage, right? So the first thing they're going to do, okay, not only your income, but they're going to say, what other assets do you have? They actually put together uh, your net worth and they look at that as well. Okay, what investments do you have? What is your retirement? What is this? They're gathering all this information. You're like, whoa, why are they asking all these things? But I mean, there's a reason for it because they're looking at your net worth. And then based on that, based on your net worth and the current income that you have, they're going to put together the right amount that they are willing, the risk they're willing to take to give you an X dollars as a mortgage. <laughs> right. So anything that you're doing, it's gonna come back to that. So that's the difference between income that you're earning and income that is, is possibly that passive or investment income that is taxed at different levels and then your net worth, which is a, just basically all the assets that you have. Um, and then that's, that's gonna help you borrow against. I hope that helps our audience kind of uh, differentiate between the, the two. Um, this was definitely such a, a in-depth conversation about these uh, these very simple topics. I mean, we, we take this, you know, early beginning, you know, accounting 101 type of thing. But, uh, but you know, just two main subjects, but it is so inter interrelated. And very definitely confused by, by many. So I hope, uh, you know, our, our, our listeners, I hope you enjoyed uh, this conversation. We'll be continuing, uh, uh, you know, our tax planning kind of uh, conversation next week. Just a reminder that next week, Thursday is Thanksgiving. We wish you all a happy, happy Thanksgiving. But we will see you on Tuesday instead, November 23rd at 10 a.m. So we will see you before Thanksgiving. Um, and then it's just a replacement. And then we wish you uh, all a very, very wonderful rest of your week. Wonderful. Have a wonderful day. Take care.